What do you think? Welcome to the family with Kevin Pittman, Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brampernard, and Cassie Schrader. Great show today. We've got Timmy Lammers. We got Kostaki Economopolis with Quick Snap. Catherine's here. Catherine's here. Woo-hoo! Alex is here. Kevin's here. here. <laughs> Frank Caliendo in the second hour. Well, he might be more important than me. Nope. Mm, it. <laughs> well, here you go. Um, my husband and I saw Frank last night at Acme. Hilarious as always. We had a great time. Heather, uh, I like it. It works for me. Nice. Thanks, Frank Heather. Thank you, <laughs> for Heather. The Hev. You damn right, <laughs> Heather. Hev. I just call her Heather. Heather. We'll be right back with Timmy Lammers. He's had a family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. It's like no business Tim knows. Speaking of weeping. Speaking of (laughs) weeping, it's time for Timmy Lammers. Business like show. Yes, I, business I hit the post. No like I always... business. So, what's the name of the book again? I like you forever. Love you forever. Oh love you God. forever. The saddest book in the history of the universe. Yeah. I will love you forever. The children's yes. book. Mm-hmm. Fawn made me oh read it to her earlier, God. and I was sobbing. I know. I know. You would have to be. It's, you would you have to it, not have a soul. Oh my God! Oh my God. It's yeah. so freaking sad. Even Tevin so, would cry. Like, why, why are there sad children's books? Well, it's just like very sweet. I don't okay. know if a child would find it as sad. Well, no, as... I was crying, and Fawn was like, "Mama, why do you have tears?" And I was like, "It's just a very sweet book, and I love you, and you're gonna well, grow up, ultimate, and you're gonna like, whatever." The... And then she brought, wipes my 
face with her blanking goes, you're going to be okay. Oh, I was okay. like, shut up! You know get out of here! Right Next the time she says, why do you have tears? You can go, I don't know, probably something you did. Okay. Like Dad <laughs> did to you. she'll need to go to therapy. Like Dad did to you. I was walking down yeah. the beach with my four-year-old child, and he looked up and said, Dad, why is it raining? And I said, it's because God is crying. Well, why is God crying? I don't know. Probably something you did. Is that Jack Handy's <laughs> Jack deep, Handy, exactly. deep thoughts with the Jack deep Handy? Thoughts. Probably something you that, did. Those oh were God. very, very funny. Honest to God. So did you did you stop crying yet, or are you still crying? I was like sniffly for an hour. That's not the one where he's carrying his mother. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, God. He rocks. Okay, so. I threw that book here's away the, once. Here's the, <laughs> Yeah. No, I won't allow it in our house. No, I don't not. You have it at your house for oh, some reason. I found God, it. I found it so when I was cleaning out all the books. Yeah, so it's, those unfamiliar, it's basically she a has, mom. See, I get, I a mom says this poem to her kid, and then you know the kid grows up. As a baby, the mom becomes old and decrepit, yeah. and then the kid says the poem to the mom because she's like you right know, around the corner. Yep. <laughs> And the best part I'm is, rock you in my arms. Do you know why he wrote that book? Uh, his mom, because two children died. Yeah. He had two stillborns. Yeah, yep, he did. And then he writes Which this extra fun, incredibly fun sad, book. very sweet. Though. I mean, it's so. That's Except why for, it's so sad because it's very. sweet. I will say that caring. this woman has boundary issues because when the guy's an adult and buys a house across town, she drives over there in the night with a ladder on the top of her car and goes up into his bedroom and holds him and rocks him. I'm like, that's weird. Maybe it was a dream. It's crossing a line, lady. Toots did that for me. Never happened. I don't ever think Toots touched a ladder in her life. No, I'm pretty sure she never Nor did she drive. Yeah, so. She drove once. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she drove a 1955 drove Pontiac once. up on the sidewalk at 11th and 4th Street. Oh. How many people did she take out? Yeah, Nobody, but she was on the sidewalk. She's like, Mom, let's get out from behind the wheel there, shall we? Oh, my God. What but do yeah, you say? I was like, this woman has did boundary she say, issues. Well. Devin, did you ever hear my favorite, my, my mother? It's too bad you never met my mother. You'd have loved my mother. Yeah. But. Not in like a. Oh, sweet old lady, kind of way, no. and like a, this woman, yeah, is, is a trip. Have you ever seen an Edward G. Robinson movie where he pay, plays a gangster? Do you uh, even know who that is? No, he's no. Okay, well, it, it won't have the impact on you and on most people. But I was talking to my mother. She goes, "You know, I was over at my friend's house." And they're doing really well. And I, as a joke, I said, what are you talking about? There are a couple of stiffs. And she says, say, listen, they're doing plenty good, see? It's like, what are you, a gangster from the 1920s? With the C, I think I have heard. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, say, listen, they're doing plenty good, see? I'm like, what? What the hell is that? You calm down there, toots. Grandma is Timmy on? Yes. Tim. Here. Uh, Tammy crack corn and I don't care. Tammy crack corn and I. Apparently he's not on. He's crying Jim. because of the he's, dumb kids. Because crying. of the kids. Book, Just exactly. had to sob. <laughs> Try plugging that. Weak, oh, when he's by carrying himself. his mother and, and he How says to her, oh, and, uh, yeah, and then she becomes an old lady and then okay. she's like tries to say the poem to him, but she can't. She's too old ah. and dying. Yeah, it's yeah, were, yeah, sounds yeah, like the uh, one set of footsteps picture that's always in bathrooms. That's what oh yeah, what? you know, like the one, like the what's like the beach, and then it's like the one set of footsteps. Yeah, you've never yeah. seen what? that. What? Come no. on, absolutely. What bathrooms are you going? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What are you in there? <laughs> Public bathrooms. 
else like, is uh, this in? I think it's a Bible verse or something. It's like the one set of footsteps he was carrying me. You, once you see it, you'll be like, it. oh, yeah. Googling I exactly it. It's unbelievable. One set of footsteps in your bathroom. <clears throat> well, that, that damn song, Google? that Christmas song about baby shoes or oh, whatever. Oh, God. Oh, that's, that's so the worst. Horrible. That's the worst God. Christmas song. Stop making me sad yep. at Christmas. Okay. Cut it out. Oh, it's like a long Yeah. Have you never seen that, like, hanging in, like, an old lady's bathroom? No. My grandma had it, so mm. I figured it was all. <laughs> old lady. Old lady. That's really nice, yeah. Some old bath. <laughs> One night I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with my lord. So, yeah. Across the dark baby. sky flashes scenes of my life. I want to ask this you is a really question. long. <laughs> yeah. I, <was> gonna <laughs> I need to ask that. everybody a question. So, all the people that are running for president on the Democratic side, Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that there's a war on Christianity. Hey, okay, that didn't oh, work at all. Heck Cassie, come on! To my he even ears. killed my computer. <laughs> Gracious! Yeah, that's not well, good. I'm trying to get yeah. Tim on. That's all right. We can call in later. Timothy, Timothy, where on earth did you go? I wanted to talk about the movie. Oh God! Plugged in backwards. What? See, oh. Michael Bryant just oh, sent me yeah. a text. My youngest heads to Iowa State tomorrow. Wanted to have lunch. Oh no! It's so frippin' sad. Frippin'. <laughs> frippin'. Yeah. Frippin'? Exactly. Yeah, he's going to Iowa State. Going to check it out. Going to move down and become a cyclone. That's too it's far not away. Lawns. No, it's not. Fawn's never allowed to move more than twenty minutes away from. Uh, oh, he can hear it now. He depends says. on what kind of teenager she is. You All might right. be like, "See ya, <laughs> bye bye, Angel. Have so, a fun time in Antarctica." Full yeah. disclosure. <laughs> Eleven years ago, I'm sitting at the house tearing up. Kelly goes, "What's the matter with you?" I said, "What do you mean? What's the matter with me? The kids moved away to college." She said, "They're in St. Paul." Yeah, it's hardly <laughs> moving away. Twenty minutes away. Yeah. Well, no, they moved the out of the house. Right. The key is to be far enough away where your parents can't surprise visit you, but yeah, close enough right. where oh. you can drive back. You mean my you like my friend day. that had a key to her son's apartment Uh-oh. and would stock it with food every week and Uh-oh. clean it for oh, him? Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess you got stiffed uh, in yeah. the house by your mom. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's basically Step up, woman. not the point. You do anything. Is Timmy with us now? No, Get it together, I, mom. I, let you be yourself apparently yes Jennifer. i am oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Ooh, hey. he's here he's so timmy here. do you know anything about i got a, i got a couple going to school this week too uh, oh where are they going oh well one to st cloud one to mankato yes yeah, so mankato for the first time so that's not too yeah, far though I, that's a good like you know yeah yeah sure I, I had a son that went up to ely okay. that was a tough deal yeah, there yeah that was too far four or five hours oh depending god on yeah or not. oh god yeah my, one of my favorite things about moving Alex into her dormitory oh is I usually, for my kids, I tend to go a little overboard, just mm-hmm. a touch. Just a tiny, I'm tiny I'm carrying bit. her television up to her dorm room. The guy looks at me and goes, that's a nicer TV than I got at my house. <laughs> he was all <laughs> mad at me. Remember that guy? Yep. Got mad at me. It was he, overkill. Just a little overkill. One of my favorite things. That, yeah. Basically, it barely fit in her door. <laughs> and I barely used it because my roommate was always that? watching Chris Rock. Yeah, she loved watching Chris <laughs> Rock. At 3 a.m. Great oh. little Chris Rock oh, at 3 a.m. Like perfect roommate. Yeah. She spilled Kool-Aid on my rug. She wow. was fun. <laughs> Good she, she never attended class. <laughs> I think she got kicked out of school, actually. 
Well, let's not uh, bring that truancy. up. <laughs> truancy. In college. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah that's hard to do. Well, but she was on. She was on a scholarship. Ah, uh, she was. Yeah. Northside. Northside kid. I know that. Yep. Yeah. All right, Timmy. You know her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's yeah. your sister. So well, she was one of you people. So. You I'm must know her. The Chris Rock and Kool Aid references. <laughs> yeah. It's like I have an I inkling of what's going on. I see where this is going. And the chicken bones were everywhere. Uh, Tevin, yeah. you're so racist. Tevin, you racist against yeah. black people. She was Chinese. Stereotype. Or your people like that. Some people are stereotypes. Uh, I have those moments. <laughs> you do. Oh yeah, where it's like I realize I'm doing too many things that fit the stereotype. I need to stop. Yeah. Doing right Ooh, like what? Like just like there was uh, a. Like, like, I'm like, Rock. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Chris Rock and drinking Kool Aid in, <laughs> in Alex's dorm room. Yeah. Hey, I drink Kool Aid. My it, roommate it wasn't the worst thing on earth for it you. Kool Aid's Kool Aid's not too good for you. That's no. true. No. But it's tasty. It's great if so, you need a X-ray. <laughs> yeah, Everything true. glows. Glows for you. So Timmy, uh, Catherine, and Alex went to see Ber- what is it? Oh, good God, Bernadette! What is it? Oh, good God, Bernadette! <laughs> what <is it>? Yeah, <laughs> that's what, what it is. It what happened to Bernie's? What happened to Biney? Where did you go, Bernadette? Where did you go, Bernadette? Now, what is that all about? It's about Bernadette. Bernadette. It's about Bernadette. She goes somewhere, and we don't know. Where? It's know. dude, where's my car, but with Bernadette. But, yeah, it's about a woman who's an architect. And, well, the book was about a woman that was an architect that basically went missing. And her daughter Ooh. was Not trying went to missing find her. in like a mom so got yeah, kidnapped like kind a scary of way. way. And like a she's a recluse, mm. kind of super artistic, kind Goofy. of crazy person. Yeah. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden she goes. They plan a family trip to Antarctica because her daughter. What? Yeah, because her daughter, they said that if she got perfect grades all throughout middle school, they would get her any present she wanted, and she did, and she chose she a trip to Antarctica. So she yeah. was studying torture. Yeah. That's I'd like to be tortured as my in the thir- When in the summer? Well, yeah. Oh, boy, so you, literally, you literally can't go there in the winter. Yeah, people that live there can't go outside or you'll die. And well, you planes don't... don't work because it's too cold and windy. Yeah. No, so. and you don't really go to the South <laughs> Pole like, anyway. You go to the station that's well, yeah. not that far. They go yeah. to stations isn't on that the ocean. The, isn't that where the thing, uh, that was in Antarctica, wasn't it? I think it? so. The thing? Yeah, oh, it, oh, was. Was it? yeah it was. Yeah, it was. thing. Yep. That are like Greenland or something. I did not know that. Anyway, so it was a book. Thinking of buying Greenland? And Making an offer? It's one of my favorite books I've ever read. And so I was very excited. I know it's a horrible about, impression. Okay. I have. Oh, my God. Anyway, what were you saying, Alex? Dismissed. It was a book, and it was one of my favorite books I've ever read. And so it turned into a movie. And so Kate we saw Blanchett. the movie. And you hated it. it? It was okay. I like Kate. Oh, wasn't that good? Kate Blanchett was good, but it was really a movie for written for Kate Blanchett to be Kate Blanchett. That's what it was. I like her. Well, they did a good job casting, Mm -hmm. but they cut out a lot. Forty-four Rotten Tomatoes, six point eight IMDb. So yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, that's what I'd give it. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I would have liked it a lot more if I hadn't read the book because comparing it to the book, Mm -hmm. they cut out so much. Oh, and and it's a comedy. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. get that from your description. It's well sounded like a tragedy. They yeah. turned they turned the they it's turned tragic. the movie more into a comedy. Really yes. Tragic. Well the book was very funny and uh, sweet and like but there was a little bit more drama. Nice try. Yeah, a little more drama. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Have okay. you seen it, Timmy? 
No, no, I didn't. I the, the movie I screened to review last week was um, Blinded by the Light. Blinded oh yeah, that's right. You loved it, man. It didn't do oh, very man. well. I thought it'd do better. Well, you know, it was it was I think twenty three hundred screens. Right. And I right. think it was hobbled by the fact that Ooh, you know it didn't have any stars in it. But that doesn't matter. I mean, people that see this movie, I'm hoping now that we have uh, a couple weeks before it chapter two opens and the big box office stuff starts again, that people will, you know, word of mouth will get around about the film because it really is a great movie. I and everybody it. that I've talked to, um, well, Lastman I know loved it. Um, mm, that means Cassie, it's I don't know if no. you went to see. <laughs> no Cassie, for me, did dog. you see it with Dave or did Dave see it alone? Yes, we went and saw it uh, this last weekend. What and did you see? Blinded by the Light. Oh, I don't did. even know what that is. Is it about Bruce it, Springsteen's music? It's um, about a kid. Um, he's a Pakistani kid in... Uh, aren't they all now? Like outside of London <laughs> mm-hmm. so in the 80s. basically the... The yeah. Beatles, yesterday. Beatles thing. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. only Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> right. It's well, a Pakistani kid. He lives kind of near London. And well, then yeah, he, he, like, everybody forgets Bruce Springsteen's music. <laughs> and then he's the only one that remembers. Yeah, he just gets inspired by the uh, the music. And, of course, it's kind of like his parents don't want him to listen to it, that kind of thing. What and... if you hate Bruce Springsteen? Don't watch it. Um, the cool thing about it is, is that it, it's based on a true story. This guy is oh, really is. a journalist mm-hmm. in in the uk and an uber springsteen fan and when you know i don't want to give away too much but obviously they show some real life stuff at the end of Mm -hmm. the movie which is very very cool yeah but i mean it it is just it has everything going for it i mean it is really really funny uh you know heartbreaking and then uh I, i think really emotional at the end so lastman told me he cried 75 percent of the movie so you laughed well, and cried, and it was an emotional roller coaster. Emotional roller coaster. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. The tears really start flowing towards the end. The, the kid gives a speech. It's incredible. Is this ever going to end, Christ? It was especially emotional so, yeah. for the production company because Why? it cost fifteen million and made five. Uh oh. Ouch. That's not good. Well, you know, look, there. That's you know, getting your Springsteen music. This movie would have cost a couple That's million otherwise. That's true, yeah. You know, yeah, I but, you know, he true. had to get the rights to Springsteen. Yeah. I think it's it's eventually it's going to uh-huh. do well. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, I got the other line going. But that's all right. You know what? we got to take a break anyway. We'll be right back with Timmy Lammers right after this. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
there's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. <laughs> Here you go, Andy. Do you know this song? Can't. Oh, this... wait a minute. Oh, it's because I didn't have my own. <laughs> there it is. I do like this song. Is this Dancing in the Dark? No, no this, this is, is Born, Born to Run. Run. Oh. Daily sweat out on the streets of a runaway American dream. That guy cannot <laughs> Apparently you like him more than you thought. <laughs> No, no, I do. Bruce Springsteen, as I sing everywhere. Yeah. No, I do I love Born, Born to Run's a great song. Mm. I just love his lyrics. He, it's, yeah, great lyricist. He yeah, is, yeah. He, you know, he may not have the greatest voice, but it's the lyrics. You mean like of Bob his, Dylan. Yeah, Bob you know Dylan, this horrible singer. I explained. I explained my. I only have room for one horrible singer in my life, and that'd be Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah. I can't have two of them. They're both terrible. <laughs> Well, Bob Dylan has kind of like an endearing type sound, or you're just like, it's this like, guy's oh, like weird. Like, yeah, like he's, God love you. But Bruce Springsteen, it's like, shut your face with that. Everybody must get stuff. They should have yeah. a Dylan Springsteen duo album. He's duo very popular. I, know, I had a friend in college that was very into Bruce Springsteen. People love him. Yeah, oh, your mother missed it, by the way. We were sitting in the car talking to Steve from Saber <clears> before the podcast, and this SUV drove by with four dogs hanging their heads out the window. I tapped you to look at it, but you'd look at it your phone or something. And this guy, they're like, they're all excited. Where are we going? Oh my God, funny. They're all whipped up. So, Timmy, what do you want to talk? You want to talk about Blinded by the Light? Yeah, you know, and I also want to mention, you know, last week or, or last couple of weeks, we talked about how Netflix doesn't have anything. Yeah, they're but, history. Uh, the second season of Mindhunter. Debuted on Friday. Mind got through Hunter. it in two days. Oh, you Incredible. Did? What is Mindhunter? Oh, God. They got two uh, new uh, uh, notorious bad guys that they interview this season. There's more. They interview more. But they have uh, Berkowitz, and he looks like David Berkowitz. Oh, I don't know. Really? What, I never, I've never, i never heard Berkowitz talk. But the guy looks. He's a dead ringer for David Berkowitz. And really? uh, Ch- Char- Charles Manson. And this mm-hmm. guy is the best Manson ever. I remember Stephen Railsback played him in that yes. um, yep. Helter that was, Skelter. Yep. Yeah, and he was damn good. I mean, and that was a long, long time ago. And 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 uh, Tarantino has Manson very, very briefly. I'm talking for only a few seconds, really, uh, in the um, in Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. But this guy looks, sounds like the mannerisms. I mean, you're sweating bullets watching this guy. Two feet tall. Talk. He's being interviewed. Oh, it's amazing. It's just, it's it makes your skin crawl. He's so damn good. Hey, what happened to Stephen Rails back? You know, it's funny because my uh, son and I, my youngest son and I, he wanted to see all nine episodes, nine seasons of the X Files. 
and he turned up in an episode of the X-Files. Oh, he did? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. And, and yeah, and, you know, and now we're talking about the X-Files being on from 93 to 2002 or Right, whatever. right. Yeah. Um, but still, that, that, that Helter Skelter movie, I think, was in the late 70s, early 80s. So I thought, God, that's Stephen Rails back? He doesn't look anything like Manson, especially the height, because I remember in Helter Skelter, obviously, you know, he was... Manson was really short. So that right. honestly is the only thing that I've seen him in. But if you go and look at his credits on IMDb, he appeared in quite a bit. I don't know if he's still around or not. Or if he's I have yeah, no idea I don't if know. he's still around. I will I'll but, I'll type it in while you're schmoozing and see if he's even Yeah, I haven't so seen him in to anything. me that was the definitive um portrayal of Manson up until this guy. Oh this yeah, guy he was great. Did. Oh, man, he was frightening. And this guy is frightening. Whoever it is, I didn't even see who it was. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's so it's a great season. And there are, there are other things going on that <sighs> inform the whole narrative. Because if you've seen the trailer, I mean, I'm not giving anything away, but it also concentrates heavily on the Atlanta child murders. Oh, yeah. Season yeah. as well. Yeah. So, and that is, you know, I mean, I knew somewhat about it. But, um, boy, you learn a lot about it, and you'll be shocked the way this thing was handled. I mean, it is it's pretty amazing. Uh, Stephen Railsback, Steve Railsback, born in 45. He's 73 uh, years last old. Thing, yeah, he, um, he had a credit in 2018. I like this. He's 5'10", which means he's really 5'6". But, again, still a lot taller than Manson. Now, Helter oh, Skelter, yeah, the miniseries. The miniseries was in 1976. So the guy's been around a long, long time, and he's got uh, quite a few credits. It says 88 credits on IMDb. 88? So geez. he didn't go away. Ooh, he's he didn't looking, go away. He's looking a little old in this picture. I'm like, hey, he's not looking, yeah, looking a little rough. We'll tell you that. But, uh, you know, he turned up on, uh, what, what show did I see? Well, Kojak. Kojak. Was there a new Kojak? This says 2005. I mean, Telly's series was long before that. Yeah, I think so. I think oh. you're absolutely right. Here you go. How about this for another great uh, resume entry? He played Charles Manson, then in 2000 starred as Ed Gein in Ed Oh, Gein. no one. He got pigeonholed. He got typecast, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? There was a new Kojak. There was? For Who started one, it? Not even one season. Who started it? Uh, Ving Rhames. Chaz Palmin, Terry, Michael Kelly, Chuck oh, Shimada. Man, that's a really good cast. I'm surprised it didn't last. It made nine oh, episodes. Bing. So then... Bing was Kojak then? Uh, yes. Been... Oh, so they did black Kojak? I guess. Well, Ving Rames is black. Well, then, yes. Well, that's cool. I like Ving Rames. Where the hell's he been? Well, he's still doing Arby's. We have the meats. <laughs> oh, that's That is him? Ving Rames. Yep. Oh. Indeed. Is that him or David Keith or Keith David? Uh, I'm pretty sure that we have the. I thought it was. I uh, God, I always thought it was Ving Rhames. Sounds just like him. Yeah. That. But okay, so it is Ving Rhames. It is Ving Rhames. Yeah. It is cool. Um, uh, let's see. He was also in the X Files in 2000, in 1994. But again, we're talking about 20 years almost after uh, Helter Skelter. So yeah, that's the yeah. last time I can recall seeing him. But he was in Supernatural. It says the pilot. Uh, the Visitor? I don't know. Is that a TV series? Must have been. I have no idea. Sounds like a sci-fi type of series. Mm. I have no clue. I have to ask uh, you a question. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. It's not doing very well, but what's the word on scary stories to tell after dark? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? I, I'm good, as far as I know. Yeah. I didn't see it. I wanted to see it, and I don't know what the hell was going on that particular week. I, there, I reviewed something else, of course. But um, Guillermo wrote, co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. This is the story. It's adapted from uh, some... From the books. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, young adult novels, and then uh, he produced it. He didn't direct it, though. No, he did not. But it, it, the, the trailers are great. I mean, it really looks good. I just haven't had a chance to get out and see it yet. Well, the problem is I bought it on digital, but they haven't released it yet. They charge me for it, but they haven't released the movie yet. Yeah, they do that now with Amazon, too. How long does that you know, take, usually? Pre-order. Well, the window generally is 90 days. Oh, from my God. theatrical mm. opening to... Um, to the time it's released on digital right, or, or Blu-ray. Maybe I think you might get it a couple weeks before that. So you're probably looking at two and a half months from the time it opened. And it opened a couple weeks ago. So probably a couple months. A couple months. So Alex, come by. Thanks. Yeah, so they get your it. money and they Thanks. stick it in the bank and collect interest on it, Tommy. Yeah. So mid-October. Ooh, we can watch it for Halloween. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. That'll be good. I don't know. I like I like Guillermo del Toro. That El Orfanato. Oh, El Orfanato was yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal. And Pan's Labyrinth too. I love yeah, Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Yeah, absolutely. So should I? You didn't like the Shape of Water, though, brother. Oh, the Shape of Water. <laughs> I, I, let me explain to you. If you've not seen the Shape of Water. We got this uh, very low-paid janitor woman, and we just give her the keys to the whole outfit. She can go into any door she wants. Oh, is that, the, got... is that the merman one? Yes. So Horrendous. awful. Awful. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. It was bizarre. It was just so awful. Bad. And the guy, oh, never mind. If my kids weren't here, I'd make a comment, but mm-hmm. I won't. You don't need to. What? That's unnecessary. All good. What was it called again? The Shape of Water? I never did shape? understand the Shape of Water. Of water. Hey, listen, I know uh, we've got, the... we got a secret <laughs> creature that no one knows about, but you can go on in there, janitor woman. Just yeah, go in any time you feel like about. it. What the hell is that? You can't talk. It's that, quiet, pl- that quiet place, too. It drives me nuts. We can only talk by the waterfall. Then build your house by the waterfall. <laughs> I mean, go God. live there. Go live by the waterfall. There's a second one coming. Oh, There's no. a second quiet oh, place no. on the oh, way. God. Oh. Next March, I think, or uh, April, one of the two. A quiet, a quiet place. Is it going to be a quieter place? I don't know. Ooh, I don't a quieter know. place. Super duper quiet place. That was cold. That little kid's walking down the bridge. All of a sudden, he gets smoked, man. Like, just because he had to play with that dang toy. That's right. He had a toy. Stupid. He had to go get his toy, and then he got smoked. Uh, it is less clever than what you said. It's called A Quiet Place Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> Not a quieter place. It's A Quiet Place Part so, 2. Did they move by the waterfall yet? Uh, they don't have anything. To tell us. You heard me. It's coming out on uh, March, though, so get pumped. No, it's <laughs> okay. pumped. Timmy. Yeah. Is it true for the new uh, Little Mermaid that Tevin's playing the mermaid? Merman. So. Don't be insensitive. Mm-hmm. Merman. Merman, baby. Yeah. Uh, is that is that true? I heard you're playing 007, and you're yes. playing the Little Mermaid, and you're yep. playing yeah. What and else? It's all one movie. It's all, yes. <laughs> it's all just it's one movie. Yeah. A compilation, yeah. a mashup, 70, if you will. Seven, seven and a half hours long. Yeah. Q gives 007 a secret pill that turns you into a mermaid. <laughs> turns into yes. a mermaid, and you're good to mm-hmm. go. 
Why do you think that is, Tim and Tevin and everybody else stable? Why, why do they feel it's necessary now to replace every honky with a black person? Like Little Mermaid's going to be black. Mm-hmm. 007's going to be black. Yeah. Why? It is a little strange. So we're cooler. Oh, that's yeah. why. Oh, pardon me. I didn't, I didnn't realize that was the reason. Because everybody, everybody has to be included. Tom. Well, you're like, why? I don't do know. They? That's just what, what everybody feels like. Well, her skin in the book is green. Yeah, so, so why didn't they have a green person? That's It's Disney's fault for his... Having a honky he in there. switched it up to some white lady. I just love that, though. Honest to God. Probably just, because a green person swimming around would look really weird. Do you think if they ever remake yes. the story of Hitler, he'll be black? <laughs> just got a black Hitler. Right black no, Hitler. I think that's just going too far. It's just going too far. You, you think? Crossed the line. Just definitely. Like I think that I would go see that though. Okay. <laughs> you look out at all the people. Goes, yeah, damn. <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. I would love that. Okay. But. Devin I, is never going to come back to the show. It, I'm coming back every Monday. He's coming back every Monday. Yeah, he's coming tomorrow. He's coming back tomorrow. <laughs> talk about this Black Hitler movie again. <laughs> black Hitler. That he's going to invest all of the money he has <laughs> to make Black Hitler. <laughs> I'm mean, exactly now right. canceling my role as 007 in The Little Mermaid so I can I star in Black Hitler. Black Hitler. Devin Pittman as Black Hitler. <laughs> oh, my God. Hitler in German. Yeah. What, should we take over Poland? Okay, I don't very care bad what you turn. do. I think it would be phenomenal. I think it'd be great. So, Timmy, what else we got coming up that we should see? Well, uh, this week uh, we have Angel Has Fallen, which is the third of uh, Gerard Butler's uh, movies. Remember in the first one, he was the uh, he's Secret Service guy protecting mm-hmm. the president when mm-hmm. Washington mm-hmm. comes under attack. And then London Has Fallen. London uh, came oh, under yeah, attack. Oh, yeah, right, right. And now this one is back here, but instead of Aaron Eckhart, um, Morgan Freeman uh, has gone from Secretary of State to President. And to me, it's a mix. If you've seen the trailers, you know that they're going after, they're blaming uh, Jared Butler's character um, now. And it's sort of a mix between the previous two movies and The Fugitive, that sort of thing. And it's really good. I mean, it's really right. entertaining, good. just like the other ones, you know. So, you know, it's outrageous, you know. Uh, it's not as funny as your Hobbs and Shaw or your Deadpool, but there's certainly humor in the thing throughout. You know? but, Boy, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, a little, kind of little a more serious. But, uh, you know, you remember how unforgiving the, <laughs> the, the violence was in that, those first two, and it's the mm-hmm. same sort of thing here. Oh. You know, a lot, lot, lot of explosion, lots of. Uh, Lots of uh, blood and guns and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's an action film. Basically, it's an action. Congratulations to The Rock. He got married over the weekend, so that was nice. He Dwayne did. The Rock Johnson got married. Lovely woman he's been with for quite some time, from they what I understand. They kid together. Oh, they do? I didn't know that. I yeah, he no posted idea. a really super, super sweet thing on Instagram. Frank, Frank is wandering the halls now. When want to she let him was in. born... Him holding a newborn baby is pretty wild. Okay. Frank Caliendo's just... waving through the window. <clears throat> Hello. There he Hello. is. Welcome. Welcome to Hello, the madhouse. There you are. It's a mad... Hey, you know, be... I, if I, if get I your could, before I go, yes. I'd like to ask, ask Frank a question. Okay, Frank has to put his oh. headphones on. Somebody yeah. has a question to I ask. i got to be turned on, though. Uh, There's a little thing on the left. You. There. Can, okay, can we hear it? Okay, now... Uh, we have Timmy Lammers wants to ask you a question. Sure. 
Hello, Mr. Caliando. I love oh, your okay, work, man, and I, I've, I've, I've heard you for years on KQ, uh, all your appearances on KQ. I'm wondering if you, obviously, you do a lot of great impressions, but do you impress, impersonate singers? I mean, can you do an impersonation of Bob Dylan singing, for example? Or, I probably could. Springs- the thing is, <laughs> yeah. I if I really worked at it, but I always felt that the only thing you could do with singing impressions was rhyme stuff. So yeah, that's true. The, there, there isn't much to the character if you're... Uh, you know, a, a Bob Dylan, I think anybody could probably do it. <laughs> uh, I was just doing Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Right uh, well, your brother could probably do it. Yeah. Your the, the, the Tony Clifton style? <laughs> the Tony Clifton style. He could uh, I miss him. Where is your brother? Uh, somewhere in the depths of Las Vegas. <laughs> okay. He's, I think he's underneath a casino somewhere. He's a great guy. He's still your alive. He's just a great guy. He's running around. He, yeah, he's... Yeah, I, I, that was my thing. Is that with impressions, I always tried to create a character with them, as opposed to doing a yeah. just the just the voice and doing the lines. So you can't really do that with the the singing impressions. So they never and it and it took a lot of work to learn how to sing. Uh, that's yeah, that's but, true too. But I think it's it's more that I just I always wanted to have the funny part, the hard funny punchline, as opposed to the. The lines match up and uh, rhyme at the end. And some people do it amazingly well. And maybe that was part of it, too. I didn't think I could ever do it as well as some other people. Um, but uh, and a piece of me looks back and wishes that I had. I wish I had done a little bit more of that, learned a little There's bit more musical still stuff. time. And- no, I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Timmy, me. we got to no, take a break, Timmy. No, no nothing as uh, an Elvis impersonator in the future. Then. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a real need for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. We'll talk to you next week. Right. Oh, I'll talk to you Thursday, actually. Thursday, yes. Angel is falling. We'll be talking about that. Thank you, Frank. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Bye. Frank Kellyendo in studio. Kostaki Economopolis, the initial... Quick snaps right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
Later. Is Kostaki ready to go? He is. Ladies and gentlemen, Kostaki Economopolis, the initial quick snaps for 2019. What do you think of that? And in studio guest, I don't know if you guys ever met or not, Kostaki Economopolis. Oh, you have? Yeah. And Frank Caliendo's in studio, Kostaki. What's up, Frank? Hey, bud. Great to talk to you while an audience is listening. (laughs) (laughs) Just having a greeting back and forth. (laughs) Keep it clear. Well, that's it. That's exactly it. So, Kostaki. So, Kostaki. <laughs> oh, is that it? Are you opening the door? Was that no, it? Sorry. I'm, no, no. It's I, slow snaps today. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask you every year and have now for the past seven years. Uh-huh. Did you ever send me a bill for 2018? <laughs> yes, we're all good. Oh, we are. One year, we're honestly, all, we're all I ran into Kostaki. Well, yeah, I didn't run into him. He came down. We did an appearance at uh, Treasure Island, and Kostaki came down. It's like, I just, did I ever pay you? And he goes, well, didn't you handle it, Catherine? Was no, it like I for two years anything. or something, wasn't it? <laughs> Honestly, God. We're really on the ball here. Like two here. years, and I ne- oh, yeah, okay. So, well, you'd have known about it if it were me. That's, I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> you'd Where's be get, my money? You'd be getting texts, emails, snail mail. Friends would mention it. Surcharges. <laughs> Surcharges. <laughs> Interest. Oh, kids, now you can learn something. The difference between a Greek and an Italian. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, there's, That's funny. there's definitely something there. <laughs> God, you, stuck, you, you, made it up for, you made it up to me, though. You took me to Bar La Grassa. We had eggs with lobster, and oh, you handed me a check. I was like, best. this is the best meal ever. Was, yeah, that's right. It was a really good time. <laughs> Sounds like a guilty breakfast. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Hey, let's not talk guilty breakfast. About, God, I don't know how many years ago, Frank and I go to lunch, and we're sitting at lunch, and apparently the chef was a huge Frank Caliendo fan oh, great. because he left with about 10 bags full of food. Yeah, my, my initials were carved into every one, too. That takes a lot of time. Do you have a cake with your face on it? Oh, yeah, cake. <laughs> cake with my face as John Madden. As John Not Madden. even me, myself. It yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, that was, that was great. He was so excited to see oh me. I, I never God, get that. When, when people are excited to see me, I'm like, just spend a few minutes with me. That'll wear off. He'll <laughs> yeah, get over me. Yeah. He'll get over it. Two of my favorite people on at the same time, along with the wonderful people who are on every week, though Frank Caliendo and Kostaki Economopoulos, and what more? Nice, I, it's good to be back. I miss your voice, Tom. And we got Louis Anderson's in town. Haven't even heard from that pill. Well, he's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm over at the mall trying on women's clothes. I'm over here, Tom. I should announce him. First time he ever meets Catherine, by the way. Uh, what Karate chops her. No, he took a shot at me. Oh, they're talking, and all of a sudden, Louis looks over at Catherine. And he goes, "You ever notice how self-involved Tom is?" <laughs> but thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, Louis. I appreciate it. And we were BFFs. Ever since, been great. Yes, show. yes, I because, have. Yeah, you're, because you related fully. <laughs> Kostaki, <laughs> why do you have to be off by the top of the hour? What, what's that all about? I, it's a big radio tour day for me. I'm Blow calling all over off. the place. Blow it it's off. the first quick snaps. You know, you gotta well, you, you gotta spread the word. Don't you? Do you have any any time like between like noon and one central? Oh, but you, but you see, your noon is in four minutes. Yes, yes. that's correct. Uh, yeah, I could 
go away and call you back in 20. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, if you could do that, because then you could, because we got to do a whole quick snaps with Frank Caliendo, I think. I love that. Yeah, he's been around football before. I don't know if you know that or not. (laughs) I do know that. I'll tell you what, though, when he calls back, I'm just going to fill all the time. I'm not going to let him talk. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a great idea. So, (laughs) give give a little prelude here. Uh, All right. Give a little prelude. So, So, what do you. I did watch the Viking game last night. They played Seattle. I watched it. Stayed up late to watch the game, and it, it looked oh, pretty yeah, interesting. Oh yeah, you stayed up late to watch the preseason games. You're I get, committed. I'm I like stupid it. Stupid is what I am. <laughs> committed <laughs> is the correct word. Just the wrong <laughs> usage. The wrong usage exactly. <laughs> I did learn that uh, I don't want to fight our backup quarterback because he's six six and weighs like two forty. Holy wow. moly! Holy That's God, is that guy big? Large person. I don't know if he's any good. Wait, or not. what guy is that? Who's Mannion. That? His name is Mannion. That's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds, like a Star Trek. Sounds like a Star Trek character. <laughs> I was going to say like a like a henchman on He-Man for Skeletor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Manion. Well, Manion, take care of Prince Adam right now. <laughs> By the way, Kostaki, uh, listening to Frank Caliendo interviewing two professional wrestlers this morning was phenomenal. Was it good or just oh, awful? No, it was great. I thought it was wonderful because they kept going. He he would do an impression. One of the wrestlers would go, I'll give that a C plus. I know. I didn't understand. <laughs> like, he was friends with Jim Rome, so I think yeah, he right. didn't want to give me. That's right. Like, because Rome, Rome, people I've done Rome with, like somebody actually once brought me on the Jim Rome they show while Rome was out and they were filling in for him oh, and they yeah. never got brought back. Oh. So everybody oh, has to be oh, on the defensive oh, and hate me if they're friends with Jim Rome. Why? I don't think he even knew. Because uh, Rome just Rome has the way. Not the according to me. Carl Anderson. According <laughs> to him, it's a C. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a C. But they I'll also they also gave my John Madden a D. So that's why oh. I did that for barometer. Yeah, so I was like, that? I, I talked like right. this for a second because I don't even usually do it. I was like, I talked like this for a second just to say it. And they're like, Nah, it's all right. <laughs> Made an entire life out of it. They were really great guys. It was just so funny that especially Anderson was just coming at me hard, man. What was that all about? I don't know. Crazy. Gallows as he was. Well, Tom, let me let me run away. I'll do this other call. I'll call you back in ten or fifteen. We got to cover Antonio Brown and his crazy frostbite, and Josh Gordon was reinstated. There's your teaser. I'll be back and we'll do some jokes. I I look forward to that moment. What? I was being sincere. I know, but the I silence did. afterward was great. <laughs> Just you. Yeah, the only one. All right, Kostaki. Right. We'll talk to you whenever you can call back. Carry on. I'll call you back soon. Okay, Thank bye. you, sir. Kostaki Economopolis Quick Snaps, the debut in 2019. Frank Caliendo's in the studio. It was fun listening to you talk to a couple of professional wrestlers. Yeah, well, I was a, I was a fan of wrestling when I was a kid. When yeah, I was little, yeah. I really liked it. I could not wait until I didn't even I would rather Saturday night's main event with Hulk Hogan be on than mm. Saturday Night Live. Think about that yeah, uh, in terms I, of yeah. for me today would be like more of the I guess I, in terms I, of I, dorkdom. Yeah, well, I didn't even. Yeah, no, I turned that up all the way to max all the time. But it was more that uh, in, in terms of being a comedian as opposed um. to being a huge wrestling fan. 
you know, you would think that me who went to Mad TV and stuff like that and all the, all the sketch shows that I've done would have been more interested in Saturday Night Live, but not when I was 8, 10 years old or 12 years no. old. Well, that was a pretty good comedy in No, it was. Right. I mean, it was fun to watch. Yeah. And still, I mean, it still is. I have friends that love that. Like, they go crazy. Friends texting me that I was in the studio with those guys today. Oh, I'm Friends all over you. the country were texting me. So. I'm telling you, the management company called. Can we do this again sometime? My God, it was. Oh, really? They just loved it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The management company, the wrestlers, well, they, just thought it was phenomenal. But they didn't know it was all me doing that. You, yeah, well, you, just, you just kind of to, you just chimed in once in a while. I know when to back off. I know when to back way off. Man, that's one thing I pride myself on. Whenever I have guests on, I hate it when hosts bury guests. I hate it. Right. Well, you, I mean, you did a thing. You would direct it when you'd see me getting off a little bit. Like no, I'd be going off the tracks a little bit, true. and you'd bring it to a real question as opposed to me talking about myself and relating it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it, it was great for me, and it was. It was one of the reasons I, w- I want to stick around t- today in the morning, too, because yeah, normally so you just get out and go. But, uh, you know, with them there and they have such big audiences and it's and I respect people. I, I'd heard some interviews that they'd done. Oh, I did a little did? research. That's you rare did? for me. Yeah, I did a little research That's and hearing me. them talking about. <laughs> You know, making five and ten dollars and drive they yeah. that's when you really want something and then to blow up like that, it's incredible. So one of the wrestlers talked about he drove sixteen hours to Sioux Falls, South Dakota from Cincinnati, wrestled in front of eight people oh for fifty dollars. Wow. Fifty bucks. Wow. He didn't even he get gas money. Through. Didn't even get gas money, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. That's... Yeah, it costs you money at that point. Yeah. You're just going yeah. backwards. But he he talked about that. He'd wrestled in front of eight people twice. Not only that, that he wrestled in front of eight, they weren't eight in a group. They were all they were like eight scattered. spread out. <laughs> oh. oh, my that's God. Terrible. So that's, uh, that's pretty good. Oh, I didn't even think about this at the time, but that's pretty good that he could count that. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, oh, with people completely. in different spots. Eight people in a, a localized area is one thing, but to be spread out around outside? I oh, know. It was nuts. like somebody's backyard. Yeah, they, yeah, it yeah. was outside outside of a casino. Oh. <laughs> How Imagine doing comedy outside of a casino. That would be brutal. Worse. Yeah, I could understand that. It does make sense. I, I just thought it was so much fun, though, because you handle it so well. Because they go, oh, you give you a C. And you just kind of went, yeah. So, that, so I jumped on board with them and started grading did, myself right. poorly. Right. There's two things you can do. Night. One, you could go back at them and have some type of animosity. Or you can play the game and yep. just try mm-hmm. and one up them on beating yourself up. Yeah. So I just... I just went with that. I went with the fat kid at recess making fun of myself <laughs> and before they could. So that was kind of, uh, you know, we're, and, and, and as, as Gallows was leaving, he's like, I don't know why he was messing with you like that. But what, I'm like, oh, whatever you guys whatever. are. Here. Yeah, to me, I didn't care so much. It no, was, I know you didn't it was, But it was, it was just interesting because when somebody comes at you like that and doesn't like have a follow-up all the time, it's almost like, well, what's next? Just beat me up again. So there's at least this camaraderie of you just constantly coming at me. He just kind of let it sit for a little bit. So I think it was his repartee. Yeah. yeah. And I was. it just took me yeah. a little bit of time to, to understand. Or he just really hates me for some reason. Because <laughs> well, he walked no, in the no. studio well, and said, hey, where do we sit? I go, I don't know. I'm a guest, too. Wrestlers have that. You know, they all have that personality is that well they're alphas is, is you know they're, they're, and he's definitely the alpha gallows is oh. gallows i think could be an alpha but and his voice nice was guy. so easy to do like yeah. oh, that, that was an easy he voice to do. did that yeah and that kind of it's it, 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 all he had to do was go get her done and he was there <laughs> he's so close a little raspier cable guy uh, i just talked to larry last week oh yeah, yeah. oh he's the guy. best right he's a really good guy yeah he's just on the kind of kid kind of what did what you could right there <laughs> what 
And people down south know every word he said. Hey, that, that's what I want to say myself. You get that good. You know, I, one of my favorite memories of you was we're at was it's now Planet Hollywood or what is it now? Planet it was Hollywood. the at the Aladdin when it was the it was Aladdin. At the Aladdin yeah. Oh yeah. And Frank flew in for it. Did yeah. Letterman then flew in for that? That was before two thousand four. Because the economy, no, excuse me, it's 2007, that's what it was, not 2004, 2007. I just remember there was no flight to Vegas, so I had to take a direct to L.A. and then got a car service to uh, take me. From New York to L.A., car service to, to oh, Las Vegas. Vegas to appear at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, stupidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what great thing about that was? They did an audience count. 5,500 people showed up to watch that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I was going to hit you with like, oh, there's eight people. I was going to say eight. Much better than eight people outside the casino. Like you thought it was going to be. They said that that show, that morning show, drew more people than any other headliner that's ever been there. Really? Because people would stand up, I guess. Wow. Yeah, they were all there. Got 5,500. But then the economy collapsed one year later and it never happened again. Yeah. It's too bad. You just can't do those. You, you'll get a couple of hundred people showing up now, but that. Oh, really? It's it's like, like that. Oh, yeah. That, oh, God, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I don't show up either anymore, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I'm working that. I got the Nashville date. I'm going to. Oh, man. Yeah. If you make Nashville. Yeah, I think it's going to be. The only thing that sinks is it's a Friday. That's the on air day. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think there's a possibility. So. How great is that? That would be that would be amazing having you in, in I know. Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm wondering. Everybody except for Carl Anderson yeah. agrees. Where did you 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 first just came on the show when you were on hype on the WB uh, hype on the WB? Yeah, yeah, and you'd you just seen some of it, and uh, yeah, I liked your work, and yeah. you liked the the impressions, and like there was nobody really doing those kind of impressions at that. Maybe Daryl nope. Hammond over at Saturday Night Live, but his weren't his, mine were a little bit of a caricature added to them. Uh, and he'd been around, I think, for a little bit. At least yeah. people knew about him. And then when I popped on the scene, people were like, "Who's this guy?" And it it, it worked. It. It was, it's interesting because now I've pigeonholed myself so much into that impression thing that what I I wish I'd done is broaden myself a little bit at the beginning and shown people and 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 work. I talk about this on the morning show too a little bit is how I could have broadened myself early on and been prepared for more of a diverse. Uh, more diverse work in L.A. You remember that Mitch Hedberg joke he, he used to do? Like, you're a comedian, now uh, now write us a script. You write jo It's like, I write jokes, I don't write scripts. Right, and right. then he's like, that's like uh, saying to a farmer, uh, what was it? It's not saying to a farmer, here, now make uh, lunch or something like that. It was like some... Some yeah. like a chef make a now go farm. It was maybe right. it was reversed. That's yeah. like telling the chef, "Hey, you are really good at uh, making an egg casserole. Now go farm." And it's just like it's a total. It's a totally different thing as opposed to writing a joke and then sure. uh, writing a script. And the same thing with doing an impression and really acting. You can act within the impression, which I didn't have at the beginning. But acting as yourself, I couldn't even talk like this because I've been podcasting so much. Yeah, yeah. I didn't used to be able to talk like this at this amount of time. I, I worked on becoming what they call in the business a driver. Driver, where, baby. Yeah, where you, where you drive the show. You know, and yeah, I'd always been, yeah. all I'd ever really wanted to be was a guest and a second fiddle. And I thought, well, you know what? If I want to develop a podcast, what's the, the, the Second thing. Fiddles podcast? Just a bunch of <laughs> yeah. that would actually be a good idea. Would have been me, one. Tim Conway, up until recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. You know, just some some Tonto secondary characters. Would be on Tonto. Tonto. <laughs> you know, Jay Silverheels. Jay Silverheels would be there. We got to take a break. Be right back. Frank Caliendo has the entire hour. Well, I mean, 
Kostaki, your buddy's going to come on. To, you'll, you'll talk a little football with Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll interrupt and ruin it. it. By the way, I'll thank you so much for bringing up Hedberg, the one guy who hated my guts, but that's yeah, nice of yeah. yeah, you. Know, the I one could, guy? I, come on. Come on. Come on. The one guy, hold on, hold on. The one guy you knew about. I never met him, and I never oh, really? I never did know why he didn't care for me. But mm, It's not hard to figure yeah, out. So, if you ever pretty self-involved. The, if you ever pretty self-involved, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Boy, look at the time. Boy, Kasaki's going solo all of a sudden. <laughs> we'll be right back with Frank Caliendo.